Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're live in the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. They found a better way to mortgage so you can focus on making your new house home. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. Get your Rocket Mortgage on, son. Our toll-free line, 855-212-4CBS. It's brought to you by Geico. Great news. You can save a bunch of money if you switch to Geico like Carver I did. He just went on Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, he saved 15% or more on his car insurance. I think he was at around 17%, that is. So uh, the story today about Bruce Arians, right? Didn't he basically come out and, and he said that, in not so many words, right, that he's been great, he's been terrible, and I'm not committing to anything with famous Jameis uh, beyond this season. That's not a glowing endorsement at all. He's done there in Tampa. That's the end of him. I feel like they're making more out of it than it was, though, too. I mean, they, they basically came at him and said, hey, if you're the owner, if the owner asked you today for an should we sign this guy for next year, what would you say? And he's like, I'm not going to answer that now. You know, I'm not going to wait. I'm going to play out December, and then we'll see. You know, it's not like he said – well, I'd say get rid of him. This guy sucks. He said, we got a month of the season. You got to wait and see. So I don't think people are reading all the way into this. I think they're saying that, oh, he said, didn't say he was going to sign him. Doesn't mean he's going to get rid of him. Okay. Well, in Portuguese, what that means is, just so you know, is that uh, this guy has been atrocious. Oh, yeah. Leads the lead. 20 interceptions in 12 games. <laughs> That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know that he's finished there is that he throws that many picks. After all these years, he's gotten progressively worse. That's just all there is to it. You don't seriously think that guy's staying in Tampa Bay, do you? He shouldn't. Uh, with all the guys that are available. So you actually are sitting here thinking he still might. Well, we've had guys come on and say that they might give him that deal, you know, sign him and draft somebody else and see if there's something if they can get him, you know, in year two under Arian system to be better. We've had guys say that. I think it's ridiculous. I would never do that. But they've made worse moves. That's not, it's not happening. Uh, Carver High, you know they're getting rid of him. The same thing happened with uh, Mariota. They're done with him, too. The Mariota the, is definitely done. I mean, he hasn't played in, in But this guy, season. this guy, Jameis Winston, is it's the end of the road for yeah, him. I, I'd say 80% he's done there. Yeah, I think it's like 100% that he's done there. They're going to have to like completely overhaul that team and get a quarterback. That's just all there is to it. You can't have some guy throw, go out and throw 20, 25 picks because he's not done throwing picks either. Uh, he'll throw a couple this week. Right, especially when you have that talent around him. They have such good receivers. They have you know, a solid running back, and still they can't win because he can't hold on to the ball. Yeah, I, I don't, you know. Uh, it's, it, do you know how brutally hard it is for me to bet on that team ever? You know what I mean? There are games that every week in the NFL – there's just without a doubt, right? There's always games in every sport, even NBA every night, where you have like no offense, like a Charlotte Hornets team or someone like that, that you just cannot grasp how to bet on them. You know what I mean? You bet on them, you lose. You bet against them, you lose. You just, they're bad luck. I said it's the exact same way with the Jets. I cannot hit a Jets game to save my ass. Every time I bet on them, they, uh, they lose. 
Every time I bet against them, they win. The Raider game, they beat the Raiders senseless. Meanwhile, I was all over the Raiders in that game. There are teams that you cannot trust ever to bet on, and Tampa Bay is one of them. Absolutely, because, I mean, the worst thing about this guy, the most frustrating thing is that he has moments where you're like, wow, this is what we saw. This is why he was drafted. I mean, the guy will still put up over 300 yards in just about every game, but then give it away two, three times. You know, it's not like where Daniel Jones and the Giants this year, you could say, okay, this kid's turned the ball over, not taking care of it, they're going to lose the game. You don't know because James could have those turnovers and throw a couple bomb touchdowns to Godwin and Evans, and all of a sudden they still win and sneak one out. So uh, do you agree with me, like Carver High, that there's teams you just got to uh, stay away from in sports, like even in the NHL, NBA, like uh, like the Falcons. I can't bet on them. Like, And when you d- bet against them, you lose. You bet on them, you lose. Yeah, it, there's definitely teams that you want to, you know, especially if you're – The Lions. If you're betting a high volume, you're betting a lot of games, and, you know, you've seen some things happen with the team and you're really focused on it week to week. There's teams that are just so Jekyll and Hyde. They're so up and down. They're so back and forth. Just stay away from them. Just, it's better to stay away from those teams. Even the, the Bears just tomorrow night. Just bet the big game. Like, tomorrow, example. I mean, perfect. That, that defense is supposed to be so good, but then Trubisky lets them down so often that they still blow games. I got to tell you, though, that defense, and let's just be straight up here, that defense is so overrated it's not even funny. Oh, they look terrible on Thanksgiving. Okay, so I thought they did too. And, and I got to tell you, like, this talk about the Bears have this vaunted defense, you know, BS. Okay, they have nothing. So here's the deal. Um, Trubisky, actually, you cannot blame him for that uh, game. They won the game. They, they, you know, they, not only did they win, they covered. So, but my point is, no one's afraid of the Chicago Bears at all, at all. And their defense is not good. They have not stopped anyone. How in God's name can you tell me that they have a good defense when they're 500 and they're three and three at home? I mean, they're six and six. They're as average as a, a rainy day. And their defense has stopped no one. I mean, the Lions, did you see the guy, uh, Blau, the first pass of the game was a 75-yard bomb right down their throat. The Bears are nothing. Let's get real here for a second. They're nothing. All I ever hear about is Khalil Mack this, Khalil Mack that. Now, I know he's good. There's no denying a guy can play football. He's He's scary good. But the rest of them... What, what is there? There's nothing else besides him. What's so good about it? Let me tell you another thing. I'm going to just say it. That guy on that team, Prince Amin Kamara, he's the worst whatever. He's, he's so bad I don't want to know his name. He's awful. Do you, have you seen people roast him like nuts? Honestly, this guy is absolutely a dra- He doesn't stop anything. If I'm playing them tomorrow night, if I'm Dallas, I'm throwing at that guy all night. I don't even care if he has a good game tomorrow night. I, I don't even care if he has two picks tomorrow night, and one of them's a pick hizzy. I still think he sucks. Do you remember when he played with the Giants? Didn't he play with the Giants? He did. He was a you know big draft pick for them. People he, expected big things, and he just couldn't handle the pressure. And he was horrible. Let's get real. Horrible. And now he's horrible. I mean, he's taking horrible to a whole new horrible. Mike in Indiana, you're on CBS Sports Radio. 
Man, for real, what a show, dude. I got to thank you, man. I tell you what, you and Carla Hine, Mafia, man, I've been I've been listening to sports shows for over 40 years, and I don't laugh near as much on anything else. Never did until you got That's great. What a hell of a job you I'm glad. Do, I, I'm glad you like it, uh, Mike. That's really cool. We appreciate you. Hey, no problem. I wanted to make a couple comments if you don't mind, man. I'll try to make it quick, but... Uh, Mr. Ohio State, I got to go with Carver High. My first, I was thinking about earlier tonight, obviously still, uh, still Meyer's player. So my thought was this, once Meyer was gone, a fabulous coach, but as you guys well know, always one game that they should win easily during the year that they would find a way to lose. Does Alabama and Saban do that? No, by the way. I want to throw that out there. Always one game a year, he wouldn't have them up. Don't get me wrong, fabulous coach. We know that. Look at his record. Look at the championships. But always one game a year, he wouldn't have them ready, though. So uh, I want to throw that out. But my thought was once he was gone, we'd see a drop-off in recruiting, no doubt. So these are still his players. I don't know how big of a drop-off we're going to see, but we will see one. You know, fair enough. Uh, I'll believe that when I see it, uh, because what I think is is that, uh, I said this before, is that uh, I believe their recruiting is on such a level. It's it's clearly, in my view, I would say what? I'd be willing to say top six programs in college football. Right? You cannot deny that Ohio State gets great recruits. They get great players that play there. You know why? Because they all go to the NFL. Everyone that's good there goes to the NFL and makes a living uh, with fat paychecks. That's just all there is to it. I do not believe for one minute that Ryan Day is not going to, after this season, they're going to play in a college football playoff. They're going to beat Wisconsin. They're going to go play for a national championship in, in the playoff. That team is really good. Their defense is even better than good. And I'm telling you, that guy's going to recruit out his ying. That guy's going to get any player he wants in America. We'll see. He's got to prove it. We've seen in the past guys leave, big coaches leave, mega programs, and the successors don't. Continue the trend. Pete Carroll left USC. He got that pro player. He was filled with pro players, right? He left USC. Now, listen, a lot of bad things happened. Lane Kiffin was awful, this, that. They didn't get the same players. They went downhill. Urban Meyer left Florida. Have they been the same since he left? I mean, they're still in the SEC. They still but get I good players. But I think some of that is true, but it's. I think it stems from losing. Yeah, that, that, I get it. but You start losing, no one wants to go there. I think that... This is an, He's I winning. Him, I give him all the credit. He's winning this year. Right. And he, so you're and he not gets buying, credit for it. You're not buying Ryan Day. I just want to see him continue to do so it. So what happened That's was, all. do you remember when he got the job? I didn't buy him at all. I didn't either, but I, I give him a I ton of credit him. this year. I, I give him all the credit in the but world. We still got to see if he can recruit now. Funny story. I was out to dinner last night with a powerful guy, right? <laughs> so the guy called me today <laughs> to talk about some business. And he said, because Mafia had dinner with me. He goes, listen to this one, Carver. I goes, it was a little uncomfortable with your boy Mayhem. <laughs> That's what he called him. Mayhem. I go, his name's Mafia. And he goes, oh, whatever. He I didn't goes, think you would remember because he was talking about the Godfather at dinner. Like, come on, it's the right correlation right there. Easy connection. We were talking about the Godfather right. at dinner and a great. Talking about the mafia, and he couldn't remember what my nickname he is. He said to me, he goes, Yeah, I, I was a little uncomfortable talking about these things around Mayhem. I go, What? <laughs> your friend, your producer, Mayhem. <laughs> I was like, 
That was almost as good as when my dad, TR, said. Remember we went to Yankee Stadium and Rasan was there? Doing, Rufus? Hey, Rastus, how are you, buddy? Rufus. Rufus, because that... you, you, I came and shook his hand, and he introduced himself to me like I'd never met him before. Ah, oh, how you doing, Tom Farrell? And you're like, you know Mafia Doofus, and then Rasan, ah, oh, Rufus, how you doing? How, hey, good to see you, Rufus. <laughs> to the brother. Rufus. That was great. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Jacob in Dallas on the ticket. Uh, hey, Mr. Farrell. Hey, dude. Hey, so um, I think that of all the of all the great like sports show hosts uh, uh, personalities, I think you are by far the best. Come on, that's awesome, um, dude. Thanks, Jake. Yeah, so uh, I would like to know uh, what you think of Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, and if you think that they are legit contenders. Uh, I, I, I love him. All right, Jake, good to have you on, brother. Happy holidays. I think the guy's a badass, and I, I just think he's phenomenal. I love watching him play, and it's torture for me because I'm a Steeler fan, right? So I'm not a Raven fan at all, but I, I respect talent, and I always have in every sport. Uh, there's, you know, I've always told this story. Like on Carver High, I hate his team, uh, but I respect Mike Bossy. Like I went out and got a Bossy jersey. Uh, I respect great players, Tom Brady, uh, you know, any great player ever that's, you know, Reggie White and, you know, Lawrence Taylor. I'm not a Giants fan. I'm not a Jets fan. Uh, but, you know, there's, I guess, no Jet player I've, <laughs> I've ever respected a Jet player ever. <laughs> not one. But uh, is there any of them that are good? Curtis Martin? I respected him because he played at Pitt. <laughs> not at, <laughs> not for the Jets. <laughs> But I guess, uh, who else did they have? Uh, uh, the, the guy, Revis Island, I respected him. Sean Johnson? I thought he, he was good for sure. But, uh, yeah, I'll give you that. He was good. He, he was painful, though. But uh, I respect any good player on any good team. You know, Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby I love. And, you know, any team, even, like, I hate the Flyers dead. I hate them dead. But uh, I like Bobby Clark. The guy was a gamer, man. You know, Dave Schultz. Uh, there were so many players in the NBA I can't stand. I've never liked the Celtics, but I, I respected KG. And I res I mean, I hate the Celtics. But did I ever – Larry Bird's my favorite player of all time. He's the greatest player I ever saw. And uh, I just thought he was the clutchest shooter I ever saw in my life. Uh, Kevin McHale was one of the greatest big men I ever, I ever watched. I totally respect him. All these guys – uh, there's a million guys that I respect uh, that I don't like their team. Uh, and I think Lamar Jackson fits that mold perfectly. I think he's incredible. He's very exciting to watch. He's a stud. He's, he's got great field vis you know, vision and he breaks ankles. He's impossible to catch uh, either way, sideways or from behind. The guy will he'll run you into the ground. I mean, he just absolutely humiliates people. I mean, what more can I say? The guy's a complete freak badass. I think he's uh, the best player in the NFL right now to watch. Everybody thinks it's uh, Mahomes. Uh, you know, I, I think Mahomes has got a great arm, and he's really good. And I think Lamar Jackson's more exciting to watch play. That's just my, my opinion. I, I'd rather watch Lamar Jackson play in a football game than, than Mahomes. I think Mahomes is incredible. I think Jackson's more fun to watch play football. 855-212-4CBS. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. Carver, I just told me that uh, Prince, awful compared to Kamara, uh, is not playing tomorrow or is listed as massively doubtful with an injury. Hamstring injury, doubtful. Hammy, he's out. 
So um, uh, here's a question for you. Khalil Mack, six and a half sacks. Uh, I just thought that's a bad season for him. He's not having that same year that he had last year, his first year with the Bears, that's for sure. They paid a lot for him. I think that they probably expected more than six and a half sacks. I'm sure there's some people who watch every snap of the Bears who will tell me that he gets doubled or tripled because they've had injuries on the defensive line. And he recovered one fumble, that's it. Um, you remember last year, he had a lot of Right impact, at the beginning of the game, he made a bunch of plays. plays. He had a lot of them last year. Right. And um, that defense hasn't been the same this year. I know that Trubisky has regressed. He has not been as good either. But that defense as a whole has not been the same as it was last year either. He said uh, they were asking him about it. Uh, Khalil Mack believes the team will respond to um, this game. We love this. If you play this game and you love this game, you can't wait to do the impossible in a sense. You can't wait to go out and prove yourself. I don't even know what that means. Like, what's the impossible? He thinks they're going to make the playoffs or something? Yes, he thinks they can run the table and go 10-6. and six. He's imagining things. Probably. They can't win four games in a row. They can't even uh, – can they even lead the a game not, for four minutes? not easy either. I think they have a pretty rough schedule. Going back to uh, Lamar Jackson, he's on pace um, to break Michael Vick's rushing record this week. He's uh, right there. He has 977 rushing yards, an average of 81 yards a game, and he's just 63 yards short of Michael Vick's record of thirty or uh, 1,039 yards in a season set in 2006. <clears throat> he's going to break that, and uh, unless something crazy happens, he gets injured. Knock on wood, that doesn't happen. But uh, at, at this rate, he would finish the season with over 1,300 yards and – just massively obliterate Vic's quarterback uh, rushing record. When you watch the two of them, Carver High, which one do you think's better, Vic or uh, Jackson? I think yeah, Vic well, accomplished more so yeah, far. Yeah, we we got a long way to go before we could start stacking resumes. Um, I think you see that same explosive playmaking ability. That Vic had. I think that Vic, at least coming out, was kind of heralded as a little bit of a better passer. Um, not say, And Lamar has been good this year. Um, there's no questioning that. He's, he's improved his passing tremendously. He didn't even have to improve it. They just had to actually call passing plays for him, which they did not do in their run last year to the playoffs in the second half. But I think that the talent is – he's on that level. And – you know, Vic's one of the you know the all-time greats for what he did, running the football. That's for sure. I'll never forget that game in Lambeau Field, the playoff game. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen Lamar Jackson do that yet. Well, those, these are the things that you know are, are going to come his way. Lat, now he's he played a playoff game as a rookie. He lost at home, so he's going to get another crack in the playoffs coming up this year. So. He'll have his opportunities. Did you see the Saints brought back um, uh, Manti Teo? You remember that guy? Yeah, they they got a lot of injuries in the linebacking core right now. But he he played there uh, for a little while. He had 80 tackles with the Saints after the Chargers had drafted him, remember? So he's back. And uh, what is the deal with this Stephon Gilmore, DeAndre Hopkins uh, feud? Who knows? Why are they tweeting each other? Uh, just enough. So one of them, uh, I guess Hopkins tweeted a picture of himself catching a pass over Gilmar writing, when you see 10, double him. 
And then Gilmore said, quote, bro was doubled on only two snaps all game and wants to be loud. Lots of laugh. Uh, I got to tell you, uh, trying to make Hopkins out to be someone that's not great is a hard way to make a living. That guy's a great receiver. That's all there is to it. He's got great hands. He's absolutely phenomenal. You can't even deny it. But Gilmore's come up huge for them. Wasn't he a Bill and you hated him? And he sucked for the Bills and now all of a sudden he's uh, Super Bowl rings and everything with the Patriots? He really got better with the Patriots because when he was in Buffalo, he sucked. Who doesn't get better at the Patriots? Right. He was, it wasn't awful. It's just he. I didn't think he was worth the money that they gave him. Now, it's turned out that he has been worth the money that they gave him, especially last year and this year. He's evolved into one of the five best corners in the game. Can you believe that? So there How you go. many times I used to watch him drag people down on you know with pass interference penalties? I, I No, I can't believe it. But <laughs> so, the uh, proof's there. He's one of the best. Who do you think is going to win the uh, Patriots-Chiefs game at Gillette? I'm, I will not bet against the Patriots in that game. Coming off a loss in Houston, nah. Would I love to see the Chiefs win it? Of course, but I ain't betting against the Patriots. Mafia, do you think that uh, the Chiefs will give the Patriots a game at Foxborough? I think they're definitely giving me a game. I mean, we were so all over the Patriots' defense for how great they were. They haven't looked, they didn't look good last week in Houston. I know, obviously, they're much better at home. And one thing that serves, you know, the the Kansas City Chiefs well right now is that the Patriots offense is in such a shambles because all year we've been bashing Kansas City for their run defense and for not being able to stop anybody. Well, the Patriots aren't scoring and they don't really run the ball very well. You know, they have these guys, they don't have a consistent running back. So that helps them out a lot. Maybe they'll try to get it going this week against the Chiefs knowing how bad their run defense is, but I think it's going to be a tight game. So I bet on the uh, Texans to beat the Patriots outright and with the number, so... I never thought they'd play well down in Houston, uh, to be perfectly honest with you. Did you see Eli Manning's going to go on Monday night against uh, the Eagles in Eli back in the mix. What is uh, the problem with your boy uh, Danny Dimes? Oh, it's a high ankle sprain? Was in a walking boot today, didn't even practice. He might, I mean, a high ankle sprain, that's no one week. That's a couple weeks. Yeah, that's a problem. Especially if they got you in the boot. He might miss the rest of the regular season. Why would you even play him again? There's four games left. Just let Eli go out just with a bang. Him, just let him finish it off. You know, finish what, his career. Exactly. Are those, those are his last four games ever, right, Eli? Uh, yes. You don't think he'll play somewhere else? I'm not sure yet. I I don't think so. What do you think, Bobby? You think he'll ever play anywhere else? No, I think he realizes now that it's it's time to hang it up. I don't think anybody really has interest in him playing elsewhere. I mean, last year when maybe the Buccaneers when they sat up for the one game last year, <laughs> we were talking about oh, well, maybe someone should you know maybe someone should trade for him. He can try to make a little run for the playoffs, you know, give him a shot elsewhere. This year when they benched him, no one was talking about that. There was no interest in him at the deadline. He's just, he shot. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right, so. Uh, you got to get on PharrellOnTheBench.com. You get all the killer uh, college basketball and pro snags that I'm doling out on a daily basis. I mean, it's just left and right. And uh, it's every night. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And it's been since the beginning of the season, I've just been killing it in college rack and NBA. And you get everything as well. NHL, boxing, MMA, every big fight. All the championship football game, uh, conference title games are up and posted. So are the pain day pro picks for this week's games, including 
Uh, tomorrow night's game in Chicago, Cowboys-Bears. Every game for Sunday, everything's up, so get them while they're hot. Pharrellonthebench.com. Sign up today. You won't regret it. Hide the money from your wife. The money you're going to be making because everybody makes it. Did you see the um, the revised playoff seating uh, talk is happening again? The NFL, you know, remember nine years ago, the 7-9 and nine Seahawks hosted the 11-5 and five Saints in a wild card game. Seattle earned a home game by being uh, the best of the four bad teams. The Saints, who finished in second in the South behind the 13-3 and three Falcons, had to travel to one of the toughest uh, places to play in the NFL. This year, the Seahawks could be burned by the rule from which they originally benefited. Either Seattle or San Francisco will likely finish 13-3 and three or 12-4, and four, and whoever doesn't win the West will have to travel uh, either to Dallas or Philly, one of which will win the division. Possibly with a record of 8-8 eight and eight at best. A win over the Eagles this week, uh, you, know, it, you know, the Cowboys are leading the East by one game. A win over the Eagles in Week 16 could clinch the division for Dallas, allowing the Cowboys to rest their starters in Week 17, which the Niners and Seahawks engage in a winner-take-all fight for the West crown with the loser limping off to Dallas. I don't even think it matters. If either one of them has to go to Dallas, they'll beat the Cowboys. Look, here's the bottom line. I I think that they're ridiculous for even thinking about this. It is what it is. You win your division, excuse me, you get to host a playoff game. All right? This happens, what, once every 10 years? You all right there, Carver? You got a little action. Struggling here. You got got some action in there? This like, happens what? Is once that like every a 10 years? nickel or a quarter? A little quarter there. Got a quarter. Okay, it's it happens. So you have the you know the full moon happens once in a while, and you have a really bad division. It says the formula here: the current one is is grossly unfair. The four most worst dysfunctional teams could all be in the same division. One of them will be guaranteed to host the playoff game, no matter how much better the fifth seed in the conference may be. What's the argument against it? The winning, uh, that winning a division is so special and magical that a home game must be granted to at least one team from predetermined each four-team cluster. That's its tradition. That's well, then get rid about. of all of them. Get rid of all the divisions. Why go. do we have them then? Get rid of them. There's your fix. Make it two 16-team conferences and pick the best six teams each year. You know, the six best records go then. Just get rid of it. Why do you have divisions? And then, it's the same thing in the NBA. So then one would play six, two, five, just like the NBA. The NBA still, you know, they try to sell you. They they still put, the, like, in the paper, like, the divisions. Like, the divisions haven't mattered in the NBA for, what, seven, eight, nine, ten years now? It doesn't matter. You could finish first year division. You could be the seventh seed. So then just get rid of divisions. Just make it two conferences. List the standings, one through 15, one through 16 in the NFL. Why, why screw around Isn't with it? Isn't that what the EPL does? They just Right, it's 1 through 20. That's it. But, I mean, there's no playoffs. It's a little bit different. They just crown the champ. They just give you the champ, okay? Uh, fine. Just do it that way then. Get rid of divisions. So that's just whoever has the best record wins it all. Because, I, I, like I said, this doesn't happen every year. They act like every year there's an 8-8 eight and eight team that wins a division. You can count on one hand how many times it's happened since this format started. Calm down. So okay, there's an eight and eight team. If the you know the thirteen and three team is so good, go on the road and smash them. Why should you get a home game? You didn't win your division. Yeah. If Seattle or San Francisco comes in second, they didn't win their division. Why should they get a home game? I'm with you. 
I'm with you. But, you know, like I said, they, you know, they need to just go and handle their business. Go win the game. That's it. Stop crying. That's how you go have to do it. You're game. so good. And then one year he's talking about, in that article, the, the uh, Saints went up to Seattle and they lost. Seven and nine, Seattle beat the Saints that year. Right. At home. Oh, well. Should have won the game. Should have won the game. Sorry. If you're so good. But then they cried that they had to go play there in that tough environment. That's the way it goes. It's the way the cookie They crumbles. won their division. They got to host the game. Sorry. Scott is in Pittsburgh on the fan. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, I made a remark today saying he didn't regret what he uh, did. And I don't blame him because I don't know what was going on in that Cleveland locker room before the game started, but they were targeting our players. And what goes around comes around. They deserve what they got. We're seven and five. They're five and seven. They suck. There you go. I think that summed it all up. He's back this week. Uh, Marquise Pouncey returns to the Steelers roster. And, you know, I think all of them, right, said they didn't regret it. Miles Garrett. Nobody regrets anything. No one regrets anything. Do you think uh, Fatso regrets wearing the t uh, t shirt? I bet you he regrets that. Yeah. He could stand up there at that podium and tell you that he'd wear it again. You know that he wouldn't. Yeah, he's lying. Well, when ask him in January when he doesn't have a job anymore if he shouldn't have wore the shirt. Yeah. He made a fool of himself. He's done. You think he's roasted? Yeah, he's finished. <laughs> That's great. Get him out of there after one year. Humiliate the organization. Lose all those games. Not a head coach. He's a great uh, recruiter. <laughs> a great offensive coordinator. Cam Newton's going to have uh, foot surgery. That only took all year to figure out that maybe he should get his foot fixed. He just never played, right? The whole year. And then uh, he sat around with his bad foot wondering if it was going to get better or something. And now it's, I guess he finally decided to have his surgery. Yeah, I think they were kind of having him sit there, rehab it, see if it could get better. So if they made the playoffs, he can come back instead of just shutting him down with surgery. But now they have no shots. So, so in 19 million cap hit, do you think they keep him or get rid of him? I think they keep him. They might draft somebody still or try to bring someone else in. I think they keep him, though, because – Isn't that a cheap deal for a quarterback yeah, these for, days? Uh, what did they, uh, what Scott said last night? Scott Fowler was, what, like 20th in the NFL? So, yeah, why wouldn't you? Carver, do you think they'll keep him or get rid of him? I think it's going to depend on who the new coach is. The and only way I think they don't keep him is if th that deal is so sweet that they get to trade him to someone else. If someone else comes around and says, you know what, I'll take him for $19 million and see what his foot feels like next year, then maybe they get rid of him. But I don't think they're going to cut him. Yeah. So Josh Shaw appeals his gambling uh, suspension. He has appealed. They've suspended him through next season. He placed a three-team parlay bet on the second half of three November 10th games, including a bet against his team. He placed a wager in his own name, and he identified himself as a professional football player in his application for an account at Caesars in Vegas. Of course, the league prohibits any and all forms of wagering on NFL football by any player, coach, or other person working in the NFL. What do they do, hawk him down and watch everybody? They got I, I don't think he's going to win his appeal, to be quite honest. I, I don't think that... 
His excuse was he didn't know. Right. And look. How do you not know when everyone knows? That's been way put out there in the media and history that they don't like you betting on. It's not okay to bet on your own sport. And, you know, you said, oh, will they hawk on him? No, they don't have to when the guy admits to the freaking bookie that he's a professional football player. You know, it's not like they had to go cross-check anything. The guy listened, hey, I play in the NFL. Now I'm going to bet on them. I mean, how, how stupid how do you got to be? be? It really is incredible. Chad Kelly's career in Denver ended in the aftermath of a party that went awry. He was kicked out of Von Miller's Halloween uh, bash before entering a nearby residence and being chased out with a vacuum tube. <laughs> not good. Uh, the, the loose ends remain. He's been sued. By the videographer hired by Miller to film the party. This guy alleges that Kelly punched him in the face, giving him a concussion, breaking his nose, with four surgeries required to repair the damage. The guy also seeks reimbursement for a $14,000 camera that was broken. He was eventually suspended for two games by the league for the events that resulted in the filing of felony criminal trespass charges. He wasn't charged with assault. It'll be interesting to see... Uh, if the league explores more discipline uh, for Kelly, he was the last player taken in the 2017 draft. He had become the number two quarterback in Denver before being cut. Colts gave him a landing spot in the offseason. He's currently third on the Indy depth chart behind Brissett and Hoyer. So he's going to lose that lawsuit to that guy. That punch may be the best thing he ever threw in the NFL. <laughs> Maybe. Because he's he's going to lose that lawsuit. You break some guy's nose and give him a concussion and break all of his equipment, you're done. He's going to lose. He's going to pay that guy through his nose. That's crazy. Tua Tagovailoa working his way through his tough business decision. Of course, he had surgery last month in Houston after separating uh, the separated hip and fractured posterior wall in a game against Mississippi State. Uh, everybody started talking about his draft status. Alabama team doctors declared the surgery a success and said he should make a complete recovery and be throwing by the spring. So he has uh, to make a decision of being a late first round or second rounder or whatever, as teams might uh, not be willing to use a top five pick on a guy uh, who's not fully healthy at the time they draft him. But do you remember the Cowboys? They went after that Smith guy after he blew his knee out, didn't they? And that guy's ended up a really good player. He said he's got to talk with his family about the whole thing and, and see what their input is. Now is not the time to be making emotional decisions, but now you got to change uh, into thinking as a businessman. you got to make business decisions. He has until January 20th to make that decision. But uh, what do you think he's going to do? Go back to Alabama or go into the draft? I think at the end of the day he's going to go back and he's going to go in the draft. He's still going to do it. Go to the I draft. I think he's going to go in the draft. I think he'll still get taken. Let's say he's going to get taken one. I think he'll still get taken in the first round. So you still think he's a first rounder? I, and here's the thing: you got a team like Miami. They got what three first round picks this year. Maybe they're th- maybe instead of having to take him with their first one, maybe they can now take him with the third one. You know they. Because he's going to slip back a little bit. I, I think that he will still go in the first round. And you think he'll go to Miami? I, I'm just saying that's a scenario where we talk so much about this tank for Tua and the Dolphins could be the team at one. The Dolphins could now, with those 
multiple first-round picks, if he's going to slip because of the injury, they might be able to grab him later in the first and round. And then do you keep Fitzmagic and then let him train him? Yeah, because he's not going to be ready to play in September. And because Fitzmagic has earned that deal. He's, a, he's earned the right to stay and keep playing. Yeah. I think he's played great. 855-212-4227. We got a lot to talk about. We still got to hit the NBA. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.